0: Raymond, I got some great news today. Okay, better not waste my time. Better be great news. Oh, this is good news. This is, there's another quarterback whose trade rumors are swirling around them, and that would be one Russell Wilson. Mm. Yes, that's right. The quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks may be looking for a trade this offseason. So it made me think, Raymond, it made me wonder,
1: if he was going to be traded, what would you do to celebrate? Man, the first thing I'd probably do is buy his house and because he's obviously going to sell when he goes to his next town, be it wherever he decides to go, and then invite him for the housewarming party. <laughs> maybe i let him in, maybe I don't. Or maybe when he comes, I give him a DVD of his Super Bowl loss and reminds him that... He should have ran. That they they should have run the ball instead of passing, which I know he wants to do more of these days. And maybe we give him a farewell jersey in Niner colors, Niner logo with "Bye Bye" on the back of the jersey, stained in champagne because of all the celebratory <laughs> moments that were experienced in the jersey before it got to him. And then, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my big my big dream. Of what I, how I would celebrate Russell Wilson's departure,
0: I love it. That's great. Well, Raymond, before we get started on talking about Russell Wilson's possible departure, why don't you let the Goldcast Empire know where can they find us? Where can Russell Wilson find us so he knows how to get to this party?
1: Oh well, well, Russell, all you have to do is follow us on Instagram at the Goldcast. Russell, we're also on Twitter at the underscore Goldcast, and Russell. Please subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube all under the same moniker, The Gold Cast. And Russell, please make sure to like, subscribe, and comment if you're on the YouTube because that's how it feeds the algorithm and lets YouTube know what to do with the video. In other words, boosting it up. You know what I'm talking about. And make sure if you're on YouTube to hit the little notification bell. That way you get notified live when we go live on the line, as we like to say. And then... Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the p- potential of you leaving and coming to m- our party. And so th- there's a lot there. And we want to hear you and everyone else's take on today's extra- exciting, probably the most exciting rumor information outside of the Watson information, of course. And let's, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm beside myself. Let's get going with this possible departure of Russell Wilson. Man, the NFL couldn't have gotten any better today with that rumor. It,
0: it really couldn't have. Uh, we're going to talk about Russell Wilson. There is a little bit more news. Obviously, the Watson plot thickens. And then we're going to end with the promotion of our boy. Adam Peters, a wise move by John Lynch and the 49ers front office to keep the one cog in the machine that we thought would be the hardest to replace this offseason. And we think it, and clearly so do the 49ers. We're going to talk about it. But first, the greatest podcast intro in the game is about to drop. You're professor of fanalism. I'm in the building. The greatest fanalist in the game. He's here too. Class is in session. Let's go. San Francisco, are you ready? This is the Gold Cast. Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the Voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host, Raymond the First, baby. Boom! So, Raymond, here it is. The Russell Wilson saga also continues. And this one is a little bit different. Obviously, we like to talk about Deshaun Watson a lot lately because it's definitely in play. But this one is the opposite. This is our storied rival, the Seattle Seahawks, losing their quarterback. Not gaining a quarterback, losing the court, their quarterback. He has uh, some beef with a Pete Carroll. He wants to get more of a high-passing offense, not a run offense. Pete Carroll wants to do the opposite. He wants to go more towards running, less towards passing. And the two are a little bit of an impasse. I mean, even Richard Sherman, uh, tweeted about this—the little emoji with the with the the zipper mouth, like, mm, you know, in, in reaction to I think Jermaine Kearse, I think that's how you say his name, about him posting something, and it was him, the guy looking around, and you know that even ex-Seahawks are now reacting to this. Clearly, something is brewing, and uh. They said, the Wilson has not formally requested a trade, but here are the teams he is interested in going to. Even though he hasn't requested it, this is where he would go. So he's interested in going to the Cowboys, the Saints, the Raiders, the Bears. It just kind of gets a little bit weirder as we go down. Um, uh, Ray, what do you think about this possible trade? What are your thoughts?
1: Man, I think... If those are the best teams that he could come up with, man, oh, man, are we in for a treat Um, if he does indeed get traded. Now, I I guess my my understanding of this is that he ideally would like to stay in Seattle. But the fact that uh, I do recall, I think at the earlier this month that he made a comment along the lines of, hey, I've getting hit as much as I do get hit year in, year out is not fun and i would like better protection which i think is not asking you know if i'm if i'm if i were to ever defend russell wilson it would be for this Uh, i don't think asking for better protection on the offensive line is asking much in fact i think that's the default standard for every quarterback in the national football league so the fact that he feels the need to voice it is very concerning if you're a seahawks fan And more importantly, if you're a quarterback in the Seahawks organization, because clearly from their perspective, they do not value offensive linemen the way pretty much the rest of the league does. So I don't know. They've they've always undervalued that position. I'm not sure why. And yeah, Russell Wilson's usually running for his life half the season, and he's very good at it, but he's getting older. He's lost a step or two. And that's eventually gonna catch up to him. And I remember he took a hit he took a hit from the, in the Niners game where he was clearly glazed. His eyes were glazed. Remember that game? I saw him glaze. He was definitely fighting it and because if he If the refs caught that as well as we did, because we're on national television, the camera's in his face. It's a much better, bigger perspective than what the refs have from their perspective. In my opinion, you know, they don't have a high definition version of Russell Wilson in a a foot away from them. Whereas we do at home and he was glazed. He straight up, he got rocked to easily concussion one Oh one symptoms, but he fought it and stayed in the game as a result. But This guy is not too many hits away from not being able to, you know, Oscar perform his way out of that anymore. So I think that, um, yeah, that's a that's a big deal. And if he leaves uh, that part of it, you know, I just simply say, okay, cool, cool story. Uh, Let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on back to the Niners and Watson. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's definitely something that works being monitored. I will say this. I will say, in my opinion, I think the chances of him actually getting traded are next to impossible. But the fact that these rumors are swirling, and they're also swirling Deshaun Watson, and we've already seen Carson Wentz get moved. We already saw – who else got moved? Someone else got moved. Who am I running a blank on? Uh I know Wentz went and moved. Someone else moved, but it doesn't matter. You have to go to that show to find out. But uh it, the <laughs> fact that this has occurred is uh is worth monitoring. You know, we'll see. I don't think he gets traded. Do you honestly think he gets traded? No, I,
1: think some- I don't think he gets traded. I think he gets disgruntled. I think he I think that that rift continues to grow because Steve Carroll, remember Steve Carroll's like seventy. Um, Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll is. Steve Carell is a great comedian. <laughs> yeah, Pete Carroll is uh is old and very stubborn and stuck in his ways. So the likelihood of him giving up quote unquote power or control of the offense to appease Russell Wilson and his ability to, I mean, he's a dynamic thrower of the football. He wasn't when he went to those back to back, super bowls that was more running and defense. But now he has the, uh, the throwing prowess to, That has elevated him to MVP conversations year in and year out. He puts up top flight numbers year in and year out. His completion percentage is insane. His comeback ability is off the charts good. Probably the best in the NFL, in my opinion. And I just think it's like... like, what What are you doing if you're Seattle? Like, so, so, and despite that, I think it's just, I don't know, I think it goes back to the beginning of this rant. It's just Pete Carroll's not going to give up any control. He believes in the West Coast offense, which is a mixture of running and pass, the same way Kyle Shanahan does. But Kyle Shanahan has the ability to adjust. It's based on what type of how dynamic the quarterback is that he's playing with every his whole career has been like this It's well documented. It's always tailored to the strength of the quarterback, not to what I want to do in general, which may negate some of my quarterback's abilities or my quarterback ceilings in this case was Russell Wilson. So I don't think there, I think he stays with Seattle and he eventually complies because he's not the type of player that's going to sit out. He wants to play. It's not as it's not a, it's the, the situation in Houston is pretty dire, Whereas Seattle's not dire, they just need to fix a couple holes and take care of Russell Wilson, and then he'll be fine for the most part. The, 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 the need to want to open up the passing game the way he would like to can easily be—I can see Russell Wilson overlooking that and getting over that if they focus on offensive line help in this offseason. Exactly, and who knows if they
0: will. Don't forget, they traded their center away for Jimmy Graham. One of the most infamous, dumbest trades I've ever seen in uh, in all of football.
1: Yeah, a lot of good that got them.
0: Yeah, let's Ray. Let's move on, right here. It's time for our annual or weekly Deshaun Watson talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> time for the weekly check-in of Watson.
0: Uh, but why don't you tell the people? Because this is a this is a big one. Why don't you tell the people what happened? This is a pretty big one.
1: So we've been talking about this quite a bit for those of you that are following along. For those of you that live under a rock or perhaps don't own a TV, uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, we've been talking about the rumors swirling around and everything just keeps pointing towards Watson getting traded at some point. We don't know when, we don't know how, we don't know for how much. What we do know is that it's highly likely that he gets traded at this point. And today's news further cements that notion so Deshaun Watson met with David Culley today, who's the brand new head coach of the Houston Texans. And they talked about, they were talking about the team going forward. And Deshaun Watson said, "I don't care. I'm not playing for you. I want to be traded." Period. I'm paraphrasing, but that is in a nutshell what he said. And this was quoted on Twitter. It's reported, it's not like confirmed, but I mean, this is I I believe it. In my opinion, I believe it to be true. Based on everything else that has happened up to this point, it, uh, it makes more sense that this is true than otherwise. So for the sake of argument, let's say it is true. All this does is prove what we've been saying this whole time, that Deshaun Watson is indeed going to leave the Houston Texans. He will not be a Houston Texan in the for, in the foreseeable future. It's just a matter of are they going to call that uh, if, if you're David Culley and Nick Caserio, are you they going to call it and say, all right, sit out the season. We'll see how long it takes for you to come around. Or are they just going to say, you know what, There's this is just unfortunate. The, 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 the way our hirings were handled is just never going to sway his mind. So let's just get a king's ransom and start over.
0: That's the question. And I believe, and I've already said, I said this on uh, Tuesday's episode, and I do believe it. I believe what happens is Watson most likely sits out. If they were smart and i don't know if they are if they were smart they would trade him before the draft because the draft is literally coming up right now it's right it's we're mere months away from the draft
1: right and they they could fulfill all the picks that they don't have right now with a watson trade and easily get into the quarterback sweepstakes after a 4 and 12 season you got a high pick there's good quarterbacks available this draft not all of them are going to be available are going to be swooped up by the time it gets to Houston especially depending on the type of pick they get to I mean I guess that that has something to do with it too I mean because you're you're getting a first round pick from another team you know that does affect positioning so but at the same time you know th- the possibilities there you can start from scratch without a disgruntled quarterback build, build a new. but again that's that's a different podcast for another day that I don't work for. <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah. So obviously, we. I think this
0: is probably the, the biggest impasse that we've come to. Now, it's just a matter. This is a matter of when, 49er Empire, 49er Faithful, Goldcast Empire. This isn't a matter of if. It's a matter of when. And the question is, where does it go? And are the Niners in play? But again, as I said last week, even if he isn't, Jimmy G-, G is a great quarterback. And I have a lot of faith in his ability to continue to carry this team. So don't go doom and gloom. We were literally just on the Super Bowl uh, two years ago. We were literally there with Jimmy G. And we were, we were a couple different uh, p- playoff plays, uh, decisions away from winning that game. So everyone stay calm. All right, Ray. But let's talk about our next boy. Uh, the man... Behind the mask, the man behind the mirror, our boy Adam Peters, the man, the myth, the guy who the secret weapon of the front office. I mean, he has helped orchestrate three different Super Bowl teams and has come away with a one win. And uh, this guy is just gold. You know, he was actively searching and actively interviewing for the general manager positions, the vacant ones that were available around the league. The league. It sounded like he did get kind of close with Carolina. He went back there for a second interview, and that one he ended up losing out to, I believe, the, one of the Chiefs front office guys. Uh, so he is back in San Francisco, and in a wise move by the 49ers brass, he has now been promoted to assistant general manager. Uh, this is some big news. actually came out a little actually came out uh, a— Late last week, but we were deep in Deshaun Watson conversations. And so now we're just getting to this. I, Adam Peters doesn't get enough uh, promotion. I think you and I are really big fans of him. And, you know, we've kind of pumped them. And if you're a Goldcast Empire uh, subscriber, you definitely know who Adam Peters is. We've talked about him a lot and um, just how important he is to this team. And I think this is obviously a strategic move and a great move. What are your thoughts on the Adam Peters promotion?
1: Well, it's always been suggested in the past. I mean, we talked, Adam Peters got retained about, we talked about his retention, which was about 10 episodes back, I believe episode 281. Uh, we said Adam Peters returns because Carolina hired a different GM and which was great news. So, I mean, not, maybe not great if you're Adam Peters because you're trying to move up the chain, but this promotion pretty much says, hey, 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 don't worry. You're going to be the GM of the 49ers and we're going to promote John Lynch, which is what where I believe this this was going. We we talked about this type of rumor uh, a while back. I forget the implications on what suggested that. But uh, it was the fact that, you know, John Lynch is eventually going to get promoted to the next level up, which is president or something like that. And then I know Al Guido's also a president of some sorts too, but John Lynch is going to get a promotion and a new title. And as a result, we're going to need a new GM. Similar with the, when the Giants, Brian Sabin got promoted. And then his, his best, um, his best player draft personnel and analysts got promoted to GM. Same exact thing. Lynch is going to get promoted, which is why they gave him assistant GM. They're saying, all right, now we are equal. You're now my assistant. And then when I move up, You're going to take over my whole position. That's basically what they're they're now incentivizing him. I don't believe he goes to a GM interview next offseason. Next offseason, either that happens or perhaps he spends, you know, an additional year in the assistant GM role. But I'm inclined to believe that they're going to make the official transition of John Lynch moves up. Adam Peters becomes full GM versus assistant GM sooner rather than later. I agree, but one contingency. I think
0: the 49 I think at the 49ers won in twenty nineteen, John Lynch probably already would have moved up. I agree. Yes,
1: the the loss is what kept that transition from happening for
0: sure. Yeah, and so I think a lot is dependent on how this season ends and how John Lynch feels. I think John Lynch really wants to win uh, a, a Lombardi as the general manager, and I think he wants to see that goal through the first time, and then if it, and then when that occurs, he will then move up. So if the Niners can win a Super Bowl next year, which is well within reason. That's not really unreasonable at all to think at all. That isn't. Uh, if they do, then I think you will see this move happen. If they do not, the question is: Does Adam Peters want to stay, or does he want to continue? Does or does he want to interview for vacant GM jobs? And then, of course, it always will depend on what vacant GM jobs are available. He, there might be teams next year that he's not interested in running, that he doesn't want to be part of those front offices. Maybe there's a, I don't know, like not this team, because clearly they're kind of in a full rebuild mode, but it'd be like if the Jets were available next year versus this year. He's like, mm, maybe I don't want to go to the Jets. They're kind of, you know, they've been a pretty, um, you know, a pretty dysfunctional franchise for quite some time.
1: True, but he, but he would be he would be joining uh, Sala in that case, and they, they would have that rapport. And I know that Sala is probably commanding, a lot of influence in terms of where he in terms of team direction so i think that when peter's coming aboard they would adopt a similar relationship that kyle and lynch have now uh, that that would be my prediction if if he went that route uh, assuming that that would be a, a, a viable, a viable vacancy next season which I, I don't think so at this point
0: no I'm, I'm just bringing up theoretical teams who have bad front offices I'm not saying that that's a real possibility and I'm not even counting Salah as part of that equation we're just talking about the front office um, but yeah I think it is really contingent on how the 49ers end the season and then and then depending on what GM jobs are available and how Lynch and Adam Peters feel uh, we obviously get another year of Adam Peters for me I am a I think the next season remains to be seen. I think we I think we'll know we'll have a better understanding at the end of this season what exactly is going to happen.
1: I, I agree. I think I also think that him returning for this year's draft is really crucial because we're gonna lose a lot of players this offseason because we just don't have the cash to retain him. And we're gonna need Adam Peters' brain to help us fill some of those holes. Because a lot of those holes are going to be filled with young players and we need the right talent like we've been getting, you know, a la Nick Bosa and Fred Warner, Pro Bowl caliber players to fill those voids now while they're young and inexpensive so that we can kind of, you know, not skip a beat this upcoming season because we're going to lose way more pieces this upcoming season than we did this past season and the only unfortunate thing about that is that the lost pieces this year nobody was lost per se to another team they were just lost to injury and now we're just not going to have them at all so and we are we already let go western richburg so the center that we had the last couple seasons he's gone now so we have to fill that void which which we will we already have a piece in place but I think the idea is to get younger and more talented right now. So Adam Peters is, I, I think, the keeping him and promoting him at, in such a crucial season is huge uh, for, the, for the 2021 season.
0: Agreed. This draft especially. And then uh, we'll see how they do. But what say you, Goldcast Empire, how do you feel about this Russell Wilson trade? Uh, how, do you, how how real do you think this is on a scale of 1 to 10? Let us know. Um, and then thoughts on Adam Peters' one more year. Does he get promoted at the end of this year or does he possibly leave? Let us know in the comments. Go to youtube.com slash the and let us know. And, Ray, we will be back next week to continue talking Bay Area sports. And so concludes another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co host, Raymond Salisa I, baby. Boom! We'll see you next time. Same Gold Cast time, same Gold Cast channel.
1: This is. This is the Gold
0: Cast.